Natty. Mm-hmm. Remember how in the last episode I was talking about how I really, really look forward to recording these episodes and all the things because they're so illuminating and revelatory. Mm-hmm. Listen, I had a huge revelation this morning and I just want to take a few Ooh. minutes to share. Yes. That's okay. Do share. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it was a revelation. So listen, I've talked a little bit about how for several months, you know, how I was like falling in love with myself, right? Mm-hmm. In the 22, going into 2023, like I was really falling, like really starting to fall in love with myself and just like loving all of me. And so I also talked about how I hadn't been getting enough rest and how it was beginning to show on my face, like the dark circles, the puffiness, the lack of rest was like really destroying these good looks that I've been blessed with. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Let me just tell y'all, I took a quick glance in the mirror on my way to the shower this morning and I was like, come on face. (laughs) (laughs) Child, sis. Natty, <laughs> girl, when I tell y'all the rest is working because yeah. the face is glowing, it's oh, giving well yes. rested, it's giving healed, it's giving healing. Okay, okay, it's giving y'all better come get one of these because baby, yes, yes, superior. Girl, listen, like even before washing and moisturizing, the face is giving what it's supposed to give. Okay. That means rest is giving what it's supposed to give, but not just physical rest. I think it's a combination of rest from doing the most, mm-hmm. rest from, because y'all know how I do. I ain't minding other folks' business. Now, I'm still minding this a little bit because my daughter had to put me in check earlier this week, but I'm still minding this a little bit. Rest from (laughs) stressing over the things I can't control. Like, rest, 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 rest. And so, Mm -hmm. honey, the face is like, (laughs) I looked in the mirror and I was like, comp the roof, face. Yeah, I love that. And I know that's not really like a revelation per se. Well, it kind of is because we've been talking about doing this work and nurturing ourselves and all of that. And we did talk about how you know it affects our physical appearance and what goes on in our physical body. So it's a revelation, but it's kind of a funny revelation. But I was just saying, come to faith because baby, she was looking good. (laughs) (laughs) I love to hear about that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because we, it it is important to, to know and see and to be able to affirm ourselves in that way. I recognize that not everybody needs that, but no, for, for some of us, we have needed that. Mm -hmm. And to see it kind of manifesting in the way that it is now, Mm-hmm. In addition to doing these things to to nurture ourselves the way we are. Right. And our skin is reaping the benefits and our bodies are reaping the benefits and all of that. That's just really good. It feels good. Like it, it really mm-hmm. does. Especially in a, as I'm getting older, where sometimes I can just look at myself and I'm, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're aging. You know? Yeah. And so to look in the mirror and just to like see a glow. And not a face that's aging, given my face is still aging, but to recognize the glow 
and not the yeah. aging. That's huge for me because we've talked about how I haven't always been comfortable in my skin. I am actually even, I have even stopped coloring my hair because Ooh. I hate coloring my hair. And I'm just like, why are you doing this? Just allow yourself to age. And so it's just whenever it's a head full of gray, it's going to be a head full of gray because I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't yeah. want to do it anymore. So I've stopped coloring my hair. Anyway, enough about Cheryl. How you doing, Addy? How you doing, Addy? <laughs> hey, listen, I feel you. There are times <laughs> when I also will look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, look at your sweet face. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do see it in a way that when I was younger, I didn't always see it, you know? Right. And I think that's pretty amazing considering the fact that, yeah, this is a late 40s face. This is not an early, mid-20s face. There were times where I could look at my, my 20s face and even my 30s face and be like, girl, yes. And there were times when I couldn't because I didn't truly love myself. But to be on this end of things mm-hmm. and, you know, continuing and to be able to see my face with its hyperpigmentation and, you know, all the lines around my eyes you know, the bags, I've always had bags under my eyes, like even as big, like that's just genetic. So that that's mm-hmm. never really fully bothered me like that. But to see all the things and see how, yeah, you, you don't look the same as you did when you were, you know, as you were, did 20 years ago. And that's right. also okay. And your face is still glowing and your mm-hmm. face is still radiant mm-hmm. and it's radiating this, peace back at you that's, and you're that's just, what it is Natty. it's peace yeah i'm just able to stand there and stare and say wow and smile at myself like that feels really really good so yeah yeah we out here healing and stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> yep today we are well in the last couple episodes we've been talking about the great generational divide And we've been talking about changing the language around the word strong. And so I was telling Natty, what I'm noticing is in some spaces that strong black woman is being replaced with the words independent black woman. And y'all know me when I see the things, I got to have a conversation about the things. So I was asking Natty, is there... A thin line between okay, y'all know that movie. There's a thin line between love and hate. With um, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? I forget her name. Yes, uh, and, Lynn and Whitfield. Yeah, Lynn Whitfield and Mark. So mm-hmm. I, I was asking Natty, is there along the same the same lines of thin of, of love and hate? Is there a thin line between strong black woman and independent black woman? Because for me, I feel like the word independent is giving some of the same vibes. And the same characteristics as the word strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Natty? I agree with you 100%. I think it is. I think somewhere along the way, at some point, it was almost like some sort of PR machine mm-hmm. said, okay, some of the women, and I think this was not like recently. I think this this has been, you know, a while back, maybe maybe late 90s. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure. But it was like, oh, some women are not necessarily feeling that oh you know strong i'm made of brick and metal right so let's do something else that will still 
kind of convey that so they can maybe latch onto it and we'll still be able to extract what we can Mm -hmm. from them. And they're not going to ask for anything. They're not going to speak up and say what their needs are because they don't, because they're independent. (laughs) So I can't remember if it was the last episode or the one before, but I said something like, um, how much of a badge of honor is it if you can't even check in, you know? Yeah. How much of a community can and we really have if we're all just these hyper individualistic hyper independent people mm-hmm. i think and this is also kind of a it's not well it's not a fully gray area for me but it's it is kind of i see the value in not depending on anybody and i think mm-hmm. i see the value because for most of my life i have not been able to depend on anybody so when I've done what needed to be done or when I accomplished things that I wanted to accomplish, a lot of times it was like without really any support and I got that shit done. It felt good. I'd be like, mm-hmm. and guess who did it? Me. And guess who helped? Nobody. <laughs> like, ain't nobody, get, ain't nobody get to take credit for it but me, bitch. Because then nobody helped me with this because what I did it all by myself. And a lot of times it wasn't, I know that deep down, this is just me, just for me personally. I know deep down it wasn't even... I did it all by myself because I don't need nobody. It was, I did it all by myself because I knew I wasn't going to get the support that I needed. Wow. I needed support. And I've even, you know, in some way or another asked for support before and I didn't get it. So it was like, okay, all right, lesson learned. Duly noted. I'm going to go do what I got to do. So maybe, you know, this is why healing is a journey, right? Because maybe I still need healing from that. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like, oh, well, you're still... You still have some wounds around never feeling supported. And I'm sure that's true. And maybe that's why, oh, well, I still see the value in being independent. You know, there are some times when just because life is the way it is and we're living in this world that we're living in, sometimes you got to go it alone because there's, there just isn't, there isn't the support that you need. There aren't the resources that you need. Sometimes there is no one to turn to. And then you got to keep living, right? Mm -hmm. So, I fully understand that. I think what we are wanting to do with these conversations is really open up the door to open up a door to a just just a larger perspective, mm-hmm. more healing because we're always talking about healing, and just so that we can know, yeah, that is the way it's been, but that isn't the way it was supposed to be. It shouldn't have right. been that way. And it shouldn't be that way now. And as we learn to be vulnerable, because we have more safety to Mm -hmm. be vulnerable, that's going to make us feel more inclined to be interdependent with others and be in community with others instead of independent. Because I do think this hyper-individualistic thing, it's, you know, it's very American. It's also very, very white supremacy. Very American. It's very, very white supremacist. It's Yes, it's very, that's where we get the whole, you know, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Mm-hmm. All the while, a lot of the people saying that, a lot of the people saying it had boots that were handed to them and they had help pulling them up. Like, oh, I'm a self-made man. You're a self-made man with a $300,000 loan from your parents. Like, that's not self-made. <laughs> You know, but these are the people that are always telling us, no, you have to do it on your own. There are no free lunches and nobody gets, you know, there there should be no handout, all this kind of stuff. All the while, all their lunches have been free and they've all always gotten, gotten stuff yeah. handed to them, you know. So we really swallowed all of that messaging 
mm-hmm. because the society that we live in, like it rewards people that say that but live a different way or had different experiences. And the people that really could use support, it doesn't want to give it to us. So as we heal and as we find each other on our journeys, we begin to give each other the support that we always needed. And when we do that, there's there's a lesser need for the type of independence that has always been thrown at us as, hey, this is what's honorable. And yes, it's just like being being strong. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're drowning and you're going to have to create out of thin air your own life jacket and uh, save yourself. And yeah, we'll applaud you if and when you make it out of the out of the water. No, that's not the way we were ever meant to do life. So is there a possibility for some sort of balance? I think there is. But I definitely do believe now more than ever that interconnectedness and interdependence, those are are aspects of community that are far more important than we realized. And we're going to have to do that healing work on ourselves so that we can feel like we can trust each other enough to be interdependent that way. And I think you just defined the fine line because what you said was there's a difference between doing something because you have to or because you don't have the support or doing something. There's a difference between doing something because you have to or because you don't have support and doing something because you don't trust anyone else to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I heard you say in a, nut- in a nutshell. Yeah. And yeah. so when you don't have, if, when you don't trust someone else to do it, then you are reluctant to relinquish control. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to owe anyone anything. Or perhaps, mm-hmm. like you said, maybe somebody, maybe you asked for some for support in the past and now you got to prove that I don't need your support to do this thing. And so I think mm-hmm. that's the fine line. Needing it. And not being able, needing it and not having the support and needing it and not wanting to ask for the support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, I think like, a lot of times we we don't want to. Yeah, again, yeah because we, of we don't experience. want to. And that actually comes from a place of trauma. Yeah, yeah. In my life, when I used to say, I got me, I don't need you. I don't need a man. I had this whole thing. I don't need a man to be. I am. And I said it so much. Jessica, my oldest daughter, was in high school at the time, and I used to say that so much to one of her friends. Told her to ask me, "Can you tell? Can you ask your mom to teach me how to be I am?" <laughs> I was always saying, and, and given I had just experienced a traumatic event when I was saying it, but I was just, I would always be saying, "I don't need a man to be I am." And so when I was saying that, and when you hear other women say, in my opinion. I got me. I don't need anyone to do anything for me. Anything you can do for me, I can do for myself. In more cases than not, she is responding from a place of trauma. Because I know that that was the situation with me. My daughter had just been molested by her dad, by my husband. And so I was done with me. And so I was dead. Girl, I don't blame you. I was dead set on not needing anybody to. And when I said man, I meant everybody. Like I was yeah. in this world yeah. by myself and I was going to do the things and I was going to prove to people that I could do the things. <laughs> and, uh-huh. So, uh-huh. and so when uh-huh. I was saying what I was really saying is 
my trust has been betrayed. Right. I've been let down right. one too many times. Yep. And I had built up this wall where I didn't want to put, I didn't want to have expectations from people because expecting something from them put me in a place of possibly being disappointed. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. in other words, my unhealed trauma wouldn't let me let other people help me. And I think that's the fine line. The fine line is the difference in having the support and not asking for it and needing the needing the support and not asking for it and needing the needing the support and not having the support. I think that's the fine line. Because we yeah. because oftentimes we we let our we unconsciously allow our lived experiences to push us into into the space where we become air quotes too independent. And then that puts us back into that the behaviors of the strong black woman, because now I got to do all the things and be all the things and prove all the things. Yeah, especially when it's like, dude, I don't even want to do all the things. Right, I mean, I'm exactly. out here doing them, but I don't even want to do it. Like, right. I want to do my part, but I want the people around me to also do theirs. So there were a couple of things that you said that really made me, that really got my wheels turning. One thing, I'll go with the, the most, the, the thing that's most recent in my head, the, when you said having about, you said something about having expectations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we get disappointed because our expectations aren't met. Mm-hmm. And I am learning for myself just because Natty is who she is. When I have had expectations, nine times out of 10, I'm disappointed because I didn't clearly state what my expectations were and i didn't do that because like you said i'd done it in the past Mm -hmm. and shit went sideways Mm -hmm. so the way my brain apparently has been set up is like oh when that happens all right the lesson is don't speak up (laughs) don't articulate what you actually need from someone do it for yourself as much as you can and then when you can't for whatever reason fatigue or you it's just you know, re- lack of resources or whatever mm-hmm. still don't speak up and then be mad when your expectations aren't exactly. met exactly <laughs> you can't be mad so <laughs> you can't be mad but then you are because your well not your my my lack of willingness to speak up is mm-hmm. born of my own harm from pa- from past experiences mm-hmm. so haven't healed from that stuff Therefore, I'm not speaking up now and I'm continuing to get disappointed and let down, mm-hmm. even though those people didn't actually let me down because they never knew what I expected of them because I never said what right, I expected exactly. or needed. So that's where this, this whole healing thing and being able to be honest about your feelings really comes in. Because when you are not healing and when you are still very dishonest about your own feelings, that will send you into a tailspin of yeah. independent mm-hmm. and anger because you haven't been honest out loud about what you even needed. And this is not to place blame. Like, right. Yeah. I know why I didn't say stuff. Because I said stuff in the past and got shot down mm-hmm. or got ignored or whatever. And so you do that a few times and you get that result. You stop doing it. I can see the through line to 
how we end up where we end up. Mm-hmm. But the point is to see that, oh, this is where I'm in, where I've ended up, and this is why I've ended up here, and this is not actually where I want to be. So now I'm going to do the work to untangle all of this stuff within so that I can actually get back to articulating what I need. And if people ignore it or people shoot it down, okay, that's whatever. That's someone who, like we said many weeks ago, that's someone who's not in my corner. But I'm going to still keep speaking up about what my needs are because that's a way, that's a form of boundaries, like Mm -hmm. being clear about what you need and what you don't need. That's, That's what boundaries are. And we've not been good about having boundaries, have we? So that's the one thing. And then the other thing that you said, holy crap, um, now I'm forgetting. You said, what did you say? You said something. Oh, gosh, <laughs> it's, it's left me. Damn it. And I knew I was saying in my mind, I was saying two words in my head like this and this, this and this. This is the thing she said, and this is the thing she said. And then so I did expectations. Yeah, I guess I've just forgotten. Maybe it'll come back to me. And if it doesn't, oh, well. <laughs> I'm sure it will as we as we continue talking. <laughs> that's usually how it turns out. We're gonna have to start bringing like uh, pen and paper. <laughs> you know what? It's the way I'm sitting in my studio in front of all kinds of pens and paper, and I never once thought to write the shit down. Lord, right? Have We're gonna have to start. Let me just put on my paper. clown makeup right now, because. <laughs> but <laughs> when you were saying that. Um, asking for what we need because we've been disappointed before we've asked and been disappointed before i just want to add that it takes a level of vulnerability to Mm -hmm. allow to i guess let someone else take the reins even though you've been disappointed before and your expectations have not been met it's going to require you, number one, like you said, Natty, being honest with yourself about what you need. But in order to be honest with yourself, it's going to require you to be vulnerable enough to say, I need help. Yeah. And, and needing, and I think the important thing to realize in this is that in needing help is an indication that not only do you trust them to give you the help or the support that you need, but it's also an indication that you trust yourself enough to ask for the support that you need. Because a lot of times we don't, we we have this wall up because so much of life has happened that uh-huh. we 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 are now living in this space where I don't trust you. And I also don't trust myself uh, enough to give you an opportunity to prove to me that you can be trusted. That's right. It's absolutely right. You have to, I think that's, that's also really important because for a long time, I didn't trust myself. I didn't Mm -hmm. trust that I could make good or why or healthy decisions. Mm-hmm. Not that I was making a bunch of unhealthy decisions, but I had just been through so much to the point where I let everyone around me in no uncertain terms show me that, oh, well, no, you, you always need, you always need someone else's input. Right. You always need someone else to, to validate what you're going to do. We, I mean, we do it all the time. What do you think I should do? Oh, what do you think I should do? Or should I do this? Well, I'm thinking about doing, you know, that kind of thing. Instead of really being able to trust that what we're doing is the right thing, like the decision we're making is a good, sound decision. And so when we don't trust ourselves like that, yeah, you're absolutely right. 
we're not going to trust ourselves enough to ask for help because maybe somewhere deep inside, we feel like we don't deserve it. Or I shouldn't even be asking, I shouldn't even need this anyway, or something like that. So I'm not going to, that's a really valid point. Like there's a possibility that there's a lack of trust, not just a lack of trust of others, but definitely also a lack of trust of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't believe that maybe we deserve the support Mm-hmm. that we we feel like we actually do need. We know that we need it, but we also don't necessarily deeply believe we deserve it. Right. So we don't, that could be another reason we don't speak up. And then we don't speak up and then the person doesn't know what you need. And then they don't do the thing that you were expecting them to do because how are they going to, I mean, unless they're clairvoyant, they didn't know that's what you needed because you never said anything. And then next right. thing you know, you're let down all over again, which also feeds, it's like a feedback loop. It's a negative loop. It feeds back into that lack of trust on top of everything else. You just distrust yourself and everyone else more and more and more. I remember exactly what I was going to say when you said about, you said the word prove. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you were like, I needed to prove to, yes. to everyone that I could do the thing. So again, this is just me, something that I'm learning that Natty is learning for herself, because this really relates to herself about herself. The more bits and pieces of healing that I get, the more I realize and understand and truly believe that I do not and never have I do not need to and have never needed to prove anything to anybody. When you are not healing, when you are not being honest about your feelings, when you can't get to a place where you are aware and accepting of yourself, that is just a a major ball of insecurity. And you're going to go through your day-to-day constantly needing to prove yourself to others. You'll say you don't care what other people think, but you absolutely do. And when you need to prove yourself to others, guess what you're going to be doing? Doing all the things to show how independent you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I as if they're gonna respect you anyway, if they're not. (laughs) No, because if they not, they not, period. You know, right. no matter, no, it, it doesn't matter how much doing and being improving. If you've got to fight to earn respect, Ooh. they are not going to give it to you under any circumstances, mm-hmm. period. That's why it's period. so important to be able to respect yourself. Huh? That's Absolutely. the only respect that matters. Absolutely. They have, they have no intention. If you're fighting for it, they have no intentions of uh-huh. giving it to you. They just uh-huh. want to see you fight. That's all. Yeah. They just want to see yeah. like. So I th- I think what we're saying with this episode is that, or with this conversation, is that if you have exchanged the word strong for independent, I would encourage you to examine how you're defining independent mm-hmm. and kind of like be sure that you are not doing place from doing life from that place of strong that you were initially trying to get away from make sure that you are not doing and being and proving that you can be independent because it's okay to let someone else lead it's okay for someone else to support you it's okay to give up some control don't get me wrong. You can do all the things. <laughs> you can. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. you don't have to, sis. <laughs> there you are don't people, have to. Like, you don't have to. There are people waiting to support you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know? And if they, if they offer, trust yourself enough to say, yeah, I need help. Like, trust yeah. your gut enough to know that they are offering or, or they are offering support from a place of love and not a place of, oh, you're going to owe me something later on. Yeah. You know, so trust your gut enough to, to be able to do that. Because being independent doesn't mean doing all the things. It doesn't. I, I think what we confuse and don't say that because you don't know what people are thinking. But anyway, <laughs> being independent doesn't mean that you have to that you have to do everything alone. It doesn't mean that you want to be alone. <laughs> you right. know, so right. we have to like. I'm just encouraging you to be careful that you are not falling into the same old habits when you change being change the word strong to independent. Just check yourself and make sure that it's not the same thing. I think that's yeah. ultimately what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you, you don't fall back into that trap of being and doing and proving and not taking care of yourself and, you know. I think the main like through lines of these last like guess three conversations we've had like the main ideas mm-hmm. they come back to finding your courage and they come back to realizing that you were never meant to live life in a solitary way right everybody needs somebody we need yeah. each other Especially if you have been outside and you've looked out the window, and I know I've said this before, and I'm gonna keep saying it. It is not great out there. And mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, we need each other. We really do. There's no way that I alone can process the day to day of this existence the way it is now by myself. And Listen, Shirley said something like this a long time ago. I don't, it might have been, I don't even know if it was a season. Maybe it was, might have been some other season. You know, she mentioned badge of honor. Ain't no badge of honor for doing it by yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. There really ain't. You're not going to get no trophy. There's no prize for trying to process all of this life by yourself, never being courageous, never being honest, never being vulnerable. You get no points for it. You get no gold stars for it. All you get is more heartache and pain. So maybe let's not. Let's not do that. Maybe let's learn to be fully ourselves, fully embodied, like that's my goal. And let's learn to lean on each other more. Yes. And hold each other up. Yes. Yeah. So that's all I would say. Yes. Like I said, there are people waiting to support you. And whatever you need, and you don't have to be afraid to lean into that. Like, like Nanny said, you just don't. And <laughs> listen, I just thought about um, this commercial that says there's an app for that. <laughs> even if you, oh, there's an app for that. Yeah, like even yeah, if you all those have, Apple commercials. <laughs> is that an Apple commercial? Even if you don't have, yeah, it was those old school app commercial, Apple commercials. Yeah, there's an app for that. Yeah, there's an app for that. You're if right you don't have this, if you don't have the physical support that you need. And I don't know why I'm laughing, but if you don't have the physical support you need, there's probably an app for that. There, listen. <laughs> there is probably there is value. If you got to start a grocery virtually, shopping, 
You can do it. That's right. <laughs> There's probably you can do it. an app for that. The bottom line is you don't have to do life alone. And you mm-hmm. don't have to push through the messiness like Natty was just talking about. You don't have to push through the messiness of it all. Like there, there are people, there are apps. <laughs> you get to move through life with grace and ease when you allow people to help you. And that's what, that's really what we want. Like we want, we yeah. want ease, we want flow, we want ease, you know? Mm-hmm. The things that's on, on the nurture bingo cards. <laughs> that's what we want. That's what we, we want. We want flow and ease. So yeah. Yes, that's what we want. Yes. And make sure you're not falling back into into old habits so yeah that's it for today's episode again you can hit us up on your favorite social media platform we are shade strong everywhere nurture bingo cards this is the last Ooh. episode this this is the last episode in march y'all so this is the wow. last episode in march so just a couple of friendly reminders we have our nurture bingo cards aka our um energy pop-ups vaults i think that's what we called it there's a link for that in the show notes of this episode. The Sister Circle, we meet monthly. There's a link for um, that in the show notes of this episode. So check out those links. If you need us, slide in our DM, Shades of Strong everywhere. Email hi at shadesofstrong.com. So yeah, that's it. That's all. We'll see you in the next episode. Until then, dare to do strong differently. <laughs> <laughs>